and welcome to eFreeze Weekday Devotional. If you're looking for a break from the never-ending social media scroll, stay with us a while as we dive into the truth of, God, of the gospel together. Our church vision statement is every person matters, and we want you to know that you matter to us and you matter to God. My name is Jordan Heinrichsen, and today's devotional is coming from John 19, 38 through 42, and John 1, John 20, verses 1 through 2. Now, the interesting thing is that some of what we're going to talk about today is what's not actually there. So if you have your Bibles, uh, you can turn with me really fast to John chapter 19. And it is Good Friday. And on Good Friday, we celebrate that Jesus Christ he died for us, that he stood in our place and he took the punishment that we have earned with our lives and that he was willing to sacrifice himself uh, to rescue and redeem men, women and children who would put their trust and their faith in him. And what I want to uh, point out in this is something that I've always found interesting from the crucifixion and resurrection Easter story. So if you, again, are with me in John 19, we're going to start in verse 38. And this is talking about the, uh, the death and burial of Jesus. So it says, Later Joseph of Arimathea asked Pilate for the body of Jesus. Now Joseph was a disciple of Jesus, but secretly, because he feared the Jewish leaders. With Pilate's permission, he came and took the body away. He was accompanied by Nicodemus, the man who earlier had visited Jesus at night. Nicodemus brought a mixture of myrrh and aloes, about 75 pounds. Taking Jesus' body, the two of them wrapped it with the spices and strips of linen. This was in accordance with Jewish burial customs. At the place where Jesus was crucified, there was a garden, and in the garden a new tomb in which no one had ever been laid. Because it was the Jewish day of preparation, and since the tomb was nearby, they laid Jesus there. And so this is Friday. Jesus has died on the cross. Um, this man named Joseph, Joseph of Arimathea has gone and asked for Jesus' body. He has removed Jesus' body off of the cross, and he has placed it in a tomb where he has prepared it uh, for um, burial. And this is Friday. And uh, this is a Jewish community, and Jesus' followers are uh, Jewish by birth. And so they are going to, on Saturday, they are going to honor the Sabbath, and they're not going to go anywhere or do anything. Now, what's interesting to me is when you go to chapter 20, uh, the very next verse, in verse 20, it says, Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the entrance. So she came running to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one Jesus loved, who was John, and said, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we don't know where they have put him. Now, what's so fascinating to me is that the disciples don't expect Jesus to be resurrected. The disciples don't expect Jesus to uh, come back to life. They don't expect him to come out of the tomb. They don't show up with a band on Sunday morning and go, okay, guys, this is the big moment that he promised. Let's celebrate. But instead, they're going expecting to find a tomb that's closed and a body that's still buried. And when they don't, their next uh, the next jump is not to, well, he must be resurrected. He must have come back to life. The next jump is someone must have came and stole his body and moved it to be someplace else. Now, here's what I find so interesting that isn't necessarily in those verses. It goes from Friday to Saturday. I mean, to Sunday. It goes Friday to Sunday. It skips over Saturday. And what I've always found interesting about that is the Bible doesn't tell us the despair that I think the disciples must have felt. 
that for Jesus, he wasn't just a friend, though he was a friend. He wasn't just a leader, though he was their leader. That he wasn't just the one that had lived with them and walked with them and taught them for three years. He was their Messiah. He was the one that they thought was going to save the world, that he was going to save and redeem and renew all that they had lost as a nation of Israel. And so on, on Saturday, there must have been so much despair, so much heartbreak that they didn't just lose a friend, but they had lost the one they had placed their hope in. And what is amazing to me about that is there have been points in my life where I have been in between um, the proverbial Friday and Sunday, that we have begun to experience the, the grief and the pain and the suffering of whatever has happened on Friday and I haven't got to the other side of it yet on Sunday where I see where God is doing good, where I see where God is bringing us out of darkness into light and God is using things that other people have meant for evil for good. And I don't know where you're at right now, but you might be in a Saturday, if you will. You might be in the middle where you feel despair and you feel this heartache of, God, why would you do this? God, how could you let this happen? And I think it's fair to think that that's what the disciples felt when they were in this room gathered together on Saturday and they were mourning and they were weeping and they were sobbing over this friend, the Messiah they had lost. They thought was going to overthrow Rome. They thought was going to enter into God's kingdom here on earth. And they just didn't know all that God was doing. Their perspective was momentary and God's perspective was eternal. Their perspective was in that moment, that place, and that time. And God's perspective was all of the men, women, and children that God was going to bring in through rescuing and redeeming through Jesus Christ's sacrificial death. And so on that Saturday, when they cry out, God, why, why would you do this? God, why would you let this happen? God, where were you when Jesus was dying on the cross? God, why didn't you do something to rescue and to redeem and save Jesus? Why could the man who could save others, as some of the religious leaders shouted and maybe the disciples heard, why can this man who saved others not save himself? And those thoughts might have been running through their minds on that Saturday. And I don't know what thoughts might be running through your minds, but there might be a lot of questions for God. But what I can tell you is that whenever I've been in a Saturday, I've found great hope in knowing that Sunday's coming. Whenever I've been stuck in the middle of grief and mourning and uh, suffering and trial, it has been a great comfort to know that Sunday is coming, that there is one who gets to have the final answer. There is one who gets to have the final word, and that is God. And so I don't know what you're in right now, but know that God is working. Know that though you can't see what he's doing, he's working. Know that though you can't know what he's doing right now, he's working. And that there is coming a Sunday, and on that Sunday, there is going to be rejoicing. And he's going to do far more than we can ask or imagine, because the disciples show up at a tomb and they didn't ask or imagine that Jesus was going to be resurrected. They didn't ask or imagine that he was going to come back to life. And yet what they found was an empty tomb. And they could not believe that in that empty tomb, uh, there was new life through their Savior who had been resurrected. They couldn't believe that when they saw him die on a cross, that that wasn't the end of his story. But that was only the, the climax where God was going to begin to do something incredible. That the defeat that he had seemed to experience on the cross was only leading to a greater defeat of sin and death. That where they thought he had lost, it was only making the victory all that much better. And so I don't know what you're in the middle of right now, but I just want you to know that uh, God is for you, that God is with you, that God is doing more than we can ask or imagine in whatever it is you're going through. 
And so I just want to encourage you that God's not lost you. He's not forsaken you. He's not forgotten you. But instead, he is near to you. That God was near to the disciples on that Saturday, and he is definitely near to us now. And so I hope that you find encouragement from this incredible story of the resurrection, that as we enter into Good Friday and we uh, celebrate tonight as a church family the, the death of Jesus Christ, and then on Sunday morning we get to celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ, that it is this great reminder that no matter how dark things seem, God is still working, and no matter how dark it is, God can bring about a victory that is far greater than we can ask or imagine. And so I just want to, um, I wanted to share that with you this afternoon. And then what I want to do now is I uh, want to share with you some quick updates, and then I'll give you an opportunity to uh, give us some prayer requests. And so um, if you, you're here, I'd love for you to say hi, love for you to uh, dialogue with me a little bit. Um, but here is our church update. First off, number one, is that tonight at 7 p.m. we have Good Friday services. We have Good Friday services tonight at 7. You can find them on Facebook Live, on YouTube.com slash CarneyEFree, and on CarneyEFree.com slash live. We would love for you to share this on your Facebook feeds, on your Twitter feeds, um, where you would tell your neighbors. Um, there's still time to go knock on a door and stand six feet back and say, hey, um, our church is doing Good Friday services. I don't know if you normally attend the community Good Friday service, but we'd love for you to attend our churches since we can't gather together as a community. We'd love to be a community online together. So again, that's 7 p.m. on carneyefree.com slash live and Facebook and YouTube. Also with that, I forgot to tell you, I'm sorry, is that we are doing communion together. And so I'd encourage you to set aside some bread, find some juice. Um, if you don't have any juice in your house, you can use water or whatever else you have available. Um, God's going to understand. But we'd love for you to um, participate with us as a church family in celebrating Jesus Christ's death and resurrection. And then I want you to know that tomorrow, Saturday, uh, at 6.30 p.m., there's a kids' Easter service on those same uh, feeds, carneyefree.com slash live, youtube.com slash carneyefree, and facebook.com. Uh, we want you to connect with us. Um, if you have kids or if you have grandkids, share it with them. It's going to be a great opportunity for them to hear the Easter story. And then want you to know Easter services. We have Easter services on Sunday morning at 9.15 and 11. We'd love for you to share that as well. We have um, banners and things we have on Carney E. Free, uh, sorry, on Facebook that you can just hit the share button and share it to your own feeds. We'd love for you to do that. It would be awesome for our church family to share that a bunch of times and for people that maybe don't even live in Kearney be able to hear the gospel message through online means this weekend. So again, 9, 15, and 11. I want to let you know about some volunteer opportunities. Um, if you are looking for a way to make a difference right now, I want to let you know that um, we uh, want to reach out and we want to help those around us. So one of the ways we're doing that is through Storehouse. Um, we are still providing food for those that need food in this time. Um, and so we're looking for people that can shop. So we have means. So if you have the means to buy it, buy it yourself, we'd love for you to donate it. But if you are someone who says, I have time and I'm willing to go to the grocery store, but I don't have financial means, we'd love for you to be shoppers for us. 
that we have the means we can reimburse you or we can uh, give you gift cards or whatever that looks like. But we want to be able to shop for people that can't shop for themselves. And so if you're interested in doing that, would you please contact Justine at CarneyEFree.com. We'd love for you to uh, partner with us and caring for people right now that need hope, need help. I want to now um, enter into a time of prayer requests. So we'd love to hear of any prayer needs right now. You can type them over in the chat. I want you to know that this is a public forum. It's a public uh, place. And so keep them kind of generic. And if you want to give specific needs, you can email prayer at carneyefree.com. And we have a prayer team that would love to reach out with you and make a phone call. So if you email um, with that prayer at carneyefree.com, you give us your name, your phone number, and your prayer request, we would love to pray with you. Um, that'd be awesome. So uh, Hector, thank you so much for your offer to deliver um, bread or juice to anybody who needs Hector's offering to help set you up with that. Um, so his, his uh, info is over there in the, the chat. You can just click on him and uh, send him a direct message and he would like to help you. Thank you so much, Hector, for your generosity, for being a light to our community right now. But just, uh, does anybody have any uh, prayer needs that I can pray for? Well, it has been an honor and a blessing to get to um, be with you this afternoon, um, wherever the, if you're at home eating lunch at your kitchen table or you're in a cubicle or an office or you're in your car someplace in a parking lot eating lunch, I am just so thankful that you invited us into your lunchtime and the opportunity we have to reflect on Jesus. That These are times, uh, so we always, like we really do always need to focus on God and the hope that we have in him and the help we have in him and that he is our, our rock, he is the foundation that we build our lives on. But these times where there is more uncertainty, um, all the much more we need to constantly be putting in um, all these good information, all this good input about who our God is, what he does, and the miracles he brings about, and the resurrection hope that we have in him. And so I'm thankful for the opportunity to share a little bit of that with you today. I want to um, share our prayer focus today. If you've been partnering, partnering with us in sharing um, the prayer focus, we've given you one thing to focus on today. Um, and if you would just pray about this throughout the day, as you think about it, as God brings it to your mind, we'd love for you to partner with us in that. Um, so would you please pray with us for soft hearts for tonight at the Good Friday service for all those guests um, that may be joining us online because it's so easy to find and so easy to watch from the, the comfort of their own home that there's not this intimidation factor of watch, walking into uh, an unknown situation. And would you pray for those soft hearts, that God would begin to prepare hearts. He begin to till the ground that it is of their hearts so that when the gospel message goes out tonight, that they would receive it. That there might be many, many men, women, and children who their testimony is in the midst, midst of crisis, in the midst of a pandemic, I realized that there was a great need in my heart for rescue. That there was a great need in my life to be saved and to re be redeemed and that I saw that there was one who was worthy of me surrendering my life to, and that is Jesus Christ. So would you join us in just praying for soft hearts for Good Friday and soft hearts for Easter? And then would you join us in sharing the message by sharing it on your Facebook pages, on Twitter, on places 
Instagram, wherever it is that you have uh, social media feeds, would you just share those things that there might be more people who uh, join us so they can hear that message of hope and salvation, that there might be men and women, that their testimony in, I, I was saved in the midst of a crisis because I realized how great and good Jesus was and how much he wanted to rescue me. Um, and so we have a prayer request from Denise. Uh, she wants us to pray for the pastors and the staff as they continue to serve so well online. Um, and we're just, thank you, thank you, Denise, for your encouragement. We uh, will pray for that um, right now. Father God, I thank you so much um, for my brothers and sisters on the church staff that I get to serve alongside. God, I thank you for them as they have continued to pour themselves out um, for men and women through online ministry. God, we thank you for technology. We thank you that we live in such a time as this, that we can go online, that though um, the, the recommendation from our government is to distance, our recommendation is to um, keep home and be away from one another, the, uh, the technology we have allows us to um, connect with one another, allows us to be socially connected still. So God, I pray that we would uh, make phone calls. I pray that we would uh, send emails and text messages to remind one another that we're not alone in this time of, of social distancing. God, I thank you for um, the men and women at our church staff that they serve and that they are just investing in people. Lord, would you please encourage them? God, I pray tonight as we uh, listen to the Good Friday message, God, I pray that there would be uh, this gospel message would um, inspire them, that it would remind them of all what we do. It's for you. It's for people to be saved. It's for growth to happen. It's for discipleship and for people to become uh, fully committed followers of Christ who become kingdom workers. So God, we pray that we would uh, just be inspired tonight through the hope we have in the resurrection. We responded as we, uh, as we look at Jesus and we remind ourselves that you gave your son for us. And if you gave your son for us, you would do all that we need in this time. So God, you are working for us. You are with us. You are near to us. So I just thank you for the church staff. Thank you for the ways that they, they are serving and they are caring for our church family. Um, Lord, we love you. We thank you that you care for us in the midst of all of this. Pray this on your son's name. Amen. Um, now, I just really quickly wanted to pray for the salvation piece for the church online stuff this weekend. So Father God, we we thank you that we can do church online. We thank you that we can gather together. Um, if it's not in in bodily form, it is through um, just our, our mental presence of we're all knowing that we're watching the same message across uh, Kearney in the Kearney area. And God, we thank you for that. God, we pray that you might soften the hearts of our neighbors. God, as we invite them through Facebook and Twitter and through personal interaction, God, I pray that you would soften their hearts. God, I pray for our coworkers that you would soften their hearts so that as they see this and they might be uh, more open to hearing the message of Jesus. God, I pray that there might be um, tens and hundreds and thousands of people all over our city and all over our globe, God, that are coming to faith in the midst of all this, that it would be a sincere faith, not just a, I want to be rescued because this is a scary time, but it would be, I, re I realize for the first time ever in my life that Jesus Christ is Lord and I'm going to surrender my life to him. I'm going to surrender my life to this great and good and trustworthy God who's willing to take my place and to die for me. So God, I pray that there might be many disciples that come out of this weekend, many disciples that come out of Friday night and the Good Friday service, and many disciples that come out of uh, 
Sunday morning and just by disciples, God, I mean fully committed followers that are saying, my life is yours, that now uh, my entire life, all of it is yours for you to direct and to guide and to instruct. God, we love you. We thank you for Jesus. We pray this all in his incredible name. Amen. So thank you all for joining us. It was a great opportunity to be with you guys this morning, praying for your families. We uh, love you guys, love your families, want to continue to connect with you. Um, I hope that you will join us at 7 p.m. tonight for the Good Friday service and again on Easter. So look forward to gathering with you and partaking in communion. Have a great day. Bye.